T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Seven minutes past four o'clock. As we catch up with Norm Mitchery, the president, the chief executive officer, as Heritage Valley Health System brings us this conversation with their CEO. Norm, how are you? I'm doing fine there, Rick. How are you doing this week? You and I were just chatting before the uh, the segment began here about the air conditioner in our house going out and how you use that as an example when you're hiring new employees. And I think it's a really salient example about how, you know, when, when you want your air conditioner to work or when you want the hospital system to do something for a sick patient, we don't have a whole lot of wiggle room, a whole lot of, of patience sometimes, do we? Now, we talk to our new employees, the orientation, Linda Homick and I, about in order to provide health care, whether it's a walk-in clinic, a doctor's office, or an emergency department, you want a quality health care delivery. You want it to be cost-affordable. You want access. You want it when you want it. And you want a great customer experience. And I use the example, actually, I used it this past Monday. If your air conditioner would have gone out last Friday, you know, when it was 90-some degrees, what would you want from your air-conditioned repairman? Hmm. You'd want a quality repair. You'd want it to be cost-affordable. You wanted access. You want it fixed now. And you want to have a great customer experience. You want the guy or woman to come in with those blue booties on their feet, not to mess up your carpet. Yeah. So the parallels between healthcare today in delivering a quality service or a quality healthcare product it's the same as everything else we deal with every day in our lives, and that's the expectation of the public. One of the things that you and I chatted about last week as we sort of dovetail from that conversation to this one is the notion of having a ratio out there, if you will, a nurse to patient ratio. And this has been something that has sort of been a buzzword, and we chatted about this at length last week. And since then... About 230 members statewide, the Hospital and Health System Association of Pennsylvania, stepped up and said that they are in opposition to Pennsylvania's House Bill 106, which is looking into this. Why are they opposed to it? And and why is it that there is some pushback to House Bill 106? Sure. Uh, so I don't think anyone, including Hospital Associates of Pennsylvania, who we're a member of, mm-hmm. No one's opposed to it from a clinical safety perspective. We think it's the right thing. However, as I said last week on your show, with everything going on with healthcare right now, the nursing shortages, the fact that when you come to an emergency department, you might be waiting for two, three, four, five, six hours, and it's not because we don't have beds or or rooms to put you in, it's we don't have nurses to care for you. And so to implement mandated nursing ratios, especially what they're talking about, the same ratios across all shifts at this point in time makes no sense. Mm. Right before I got on the air, I looked at uh, our emergency departments. We have 86 people in our emergency departments right now, Beaver, Swickley, and Kennedy. Of those 86, 
21 are waiting to be admitted, not because we don't have beds. It's because we don't have enough staff to care for those patients. So they stay in the emergency department until other people discharge so we can move them upstairs and have someone to care for them. And so the dilemma is the old supply and demand of nurses. And that gets a bit complicated because, as as you will read in the local media, many people are starting nursing schools. Many Pennsylvania universities are embarking on starting schools of nursing. Uh, but I would suggest to you that if you start it now and it's a four-year degree for a BSN, you're talking a good six years before you see the outcome of those new education programs. Mm-hmm. Ratios do not produce more nurses, do not respect practicing nurses' clinical judgment and skill, do not factor in other staff or resources, do not reflect the real-world complexities associated with providing 24 by 7 by 365 acute and emergency care, part of the statement that came from the Hospital and Health System Association of Pennsylvania and why they are in opposition to House Bill 106. So is there something better? Is there something that would be more palatable to those of you who are in the healthcare business? I think focusing on if the state government wants to help anyone, it should help us all with incentives to urge more people to get into nursing. Hmm. I urge a lot of people to get into nursing because my comment is you will always have a job uh, because there will always be a place for you to work. And I think some sort of either scholarships or tuition reimbursement or incentives for people to get into nursing programs, to urge more people to look at that as a career would help us greatly. And at the same time, making sure that the nurse instructors or faculty uh, are paid uh, appropriately and maybe some sort of state assistance with that to urge some people to go down the faculty route and become nursing educators. The other nursing dilemma that never gets any media or any press is the fact that there are many, many, many bedside nurses who have left the bedside, now work for insurance companies at home doing authorizations and referrals Mm -hmm. and doing, if you will, non-nursing, but required work to get people authorizations or admitted or discharged or what have you. So there's many qualified bedside nurses not doing nursing care anymore. Can you get them back? Is there a way to lure them back into the hospitals, to the clinics, to the the doctor's offices? We would need the insurance companies to really help with that initiative to change, if you will, uh, how they could educate people, non-nurses, if if you will, or maybe one nurse and uh, a team of four or six people working with them uh, to help do that administrative task. Of, of what the insurance companies need or desire uh, for the appropriate level of care being delivered. That would free up nurses to come back to the bedside. Yeah, and that is uh, one of the things I think that everybody hopes will indeed happen sooner rather than later. And granted, there are more in the pipeline, but like you said, it just takes a long time to even get them through the pipeline because the amount of schooling and the amount of uh, 
uh, of work that you got to do in order to have that degree. It's it's not just something that you can do overnight. It's not a six week certificate, right? I mean, it is a exactly. much more significant it's, process. Exactly. The best route right now, for example, Heritage Valley Community College of Beaver County, Community College of Allegheny County, we all have two year RN programs. It's a diploma program. It takes two years from start to finish. And, uh, you know, uh, clearly that's a shorter term solution that people are getting back into through the pandemic. They tailed off. So, for example, we only graduated 17 this year. We have 40 signed up for next year, which is our max. CCBC graduated 67. They have 100 signed up next year, which is their max. So it's coming back. But even that will take two to three years. You got it. All right, Norm, thank you very much for jumping in here on Tuesday afternoon. It's always good to hear from you. I hope your air conditioner gets fixed. Yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> and I hope they wear those blue booties that you were talking. No, that, it, that, we, I, I think that we're past the fixing point at this point. I think that we're at the replacement point. I, 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 I suspect that's where we are. But uh, we'll get it figured out. Okay, good luck. Thank you, Norm. Norm Mitry from Heritage Valley joining us here on KDKA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.